Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one gender-swapping minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez <laughs> in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Ali Biff Ripple Coluccio. Nice. It <laughs> <laughs> actually does sound like one long last name. <laughs> it really does. It's a I like, one. <laughs> second, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Ripple Collegio. <laughs> uh, today we are going back to minute 29, which begins with uh, Jennifer realizing the quote, I'm in the future, and um, ends with uh, a, a sight for sore eyes, Leah Thompson. Yeah. Grandma Lorraine. Grandma Lorraine and all of her glory. Grandma Lorraine. Uh, so, so. I, I think we all we we all have. I mean, there's an elephant in the room sure. in this episode. Uh, but let's let's save the elephant. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot talk- to talk about before we get to the elephant in the room. Yeah, let's let's talk around the elephant in the room first. <laughs> um. So first off, uh, <laughs> the scenery channel. Um. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weirdly. You know, like, is it that diff- is it that much different from, like, you know, the Yule Log on Netflix? Right, but the Yule Log on Netflix is a seasonal thing. Although I do think, like, there was definitely a time where, like, there was, like, when cable started to just explode with random channels. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, you know, I could see, like, HGTV at some point starting the scenery channel. Do you guys <laughs> have an Apple say- TV? Uh, I don't. I have so, a Chromecast, which does like a scenery thing. Okay, yeah, because like my my friend has an Apple TV, and every time I come over to his house, I am like transfixed by the the screensavers. I guess is what they would be called that Apple TV has, because it's always like like a beautiful like island in like the Pacific, and then like it'll just be zooming in slowly. And but it'll like, oh, like be like so yeah. clear, and like you'll see the waves like break on like the show. I'm like, this is I could watch this for like days. You know, my you know, my favorite uh scenery channel thing is is the uh Vader Yule log. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, is it just him burning? <laughs> it's him burning, it's amazing, in the fire for right. like <laughs> 10 hours. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> You know that there was like a deleted scene in Return of the Jedi where it's like four in the morning, everyone's like passed out, and just Luke is still like sitting Indian style, like staring at like the fire. I I just like to imagine Kylo Ren just watches the Vader Yule. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, That's totally what he does. He just watches it for hours. Okay, now I want to I want to write like like a spec pilot where it's like Luke Han or like it's like Han. <laughs> Leia and Ben going back to Endor on like the tenth anniversary of like the fall of the Empire. It's like this is oh bullshit. It's even true. It's even how it happened. <laughs> oh, ben, God. shut up. Stupid Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, those Ewoks are gonna eat you, Dad. Shut it's, up. It's all made up. Like, how could the Empire wouldn't even have like been beat by Ewoks? Everybody's gonna be gonna get beat by sticks and little teddy bears. This is stupid. This is kitty stuff. never happened. <laughs> Man, you're making your mom mad. <laughs> she Han. didn't like those stupid teddy bears. <laughs> those teddy bears saved my life. 
<laughs> they died for us. They tried to eat us first, but then they saved our life. They thought this one because was a god. Our, because our, they thought our droid was their god. They thought C-3PO was god because he's gold, I guess. Look, things got a little weird. C-3PO is like the guest of honor. <laughs> um, anyway. So, so, but the thing about the scenery channel that I think is interesting is... One, I feel like it takes away from the scenery if an announcer keeps coming on talking about how you're watching the scenery. The scenery channel. Yeah. And and two, it's not a TV. It's as we find out in the next minute, but we'll talk we'll talk about it now because it's relevant. It is an invention. The scenery, the, the the scenery window thing is an invention that has to get fixed separate. Mm-hmm. From like a television set, like yeah. it's its own self-contained thing. Mm-hmm. So why is it called the Scenery Channel? Also, scenery not that great. Not nah, no. no. It kind of it. It's it really lame. Yeah, it's like it, it looks like the back of like the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it does. does. It's uh it looks like you know what it looks like? it looks like the background of like a prom photo or yes. something. Yeah. They just like they're just like here, like, stand next to this column that's wrapped in blue. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It looks like um or like any of those like wedding factory catering halls. Yeah. That have like elaborate for no reason gardens other than for you to take pictures there. Yes. Allie, do you watch Doctor Who? I do. Okay, have you seen the episode, um, the girl who lit waited? Uh, it, yeah, the it's girl the, who waited. Yeah, it's the one with old Amy and like you know. There's yeah, yeah, two. yeah, yeah. That the background, the scenery channel looks like that weird courtyard that like Amy oh gets. Oh god, up to. that's right. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, it does. That's Whoa. like that's like what popped into my brain. Right. Oh, the same courtyard that uh that that. Missy was in at the at the end of Deep Breath, and everyone's oh. like, "Oh, she's in the place from the girl." Everyone tried to make a connection that there was no connection to be made. Which is the BBC having like two locations, right? They just like, they no, just we just got in the, the same, same place twice. <laughs> no, we just used the same. Place. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. What do you think? We use a different rock quarry every time? No, we use the same <laughs> rock quarry. Rock <laughs> quarry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, that'd be that'd be a great use of the scenery channel. Just a rock quarry, Felicity. Just so <laughs> had one of the choices. Harry Harriet Jones's office, Mycroft Holmes's office. Harriet Jones's office, Mycroft Holmes's <laughs> office. I really, I really like that shot when Jennifer stands up and it's you can see upstairs. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that shot, and it's such a great fake out because you see a, a female character. Go into one room from another, and so it's kind, not, of, it's I, kind of like it's kind of like the reverse angle of that really famous shot from Psycho, where yeah. Norman as mother comes out of the room and stabs the guy on the stairs. Yeah, hmm. well, I really like it because it's it's kind of like because like, as an audience member, like I was thinking like, oh, is that Jennifer? Is that like a different version of Jennifer? Is that a different version of Lorraine? But the one thing right. I'm not expecting is a female version of Michael J. Fox. <laughs> and I just think that's such a, a weird little like fake out where like, oh, yeah. you thought it was going to be this. It's actually this. Right. 
We're still not talking about the elephant, though. So, sure. <laughs> let's pause it. <laughs> Spoilers. Because I want to I wanna talk about the Chaplo love. Oh, I mean, yeah. Speaking of awkward wearing... photographs. Yeah, he's wearing white pants and a tuxedo t-shirt. He's dressed and like... Tux- and I feel like the tuxedo t-shirt is tucked into the white pants. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. It's I don't know what happened there. It looks he, he he's dressed like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell and Step Brothers. A little bit, yeah. Like, it's almost like a parody of like a slacker, like like Marty. What were you thinking? Yeah, Mar- what were you thinking, Marty? Clearly, they were not. I mean, they got married at the Chapel Olive, and yeah. it it looks like from the photograph that they look to be not that much older than they are in 1985. Yeah. It looks like they got married, like, immediately out of high school. Also, in this particular photo... Okay, so there's two photographs. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's, like, four photographs. Um, <laughs> yeah, is I- the guy with long... The older guy with long hair, is that supposed to be Dave? I think that's supposed to be Dave. Okay. Interesting. But, so there's one where it looks like it's Marty and Jennifer, and I think Jennifer's parents, because it looks nothing like George and Lorraine. Mm. Right. But then there's another photo of Jess, Jennifer, and I almost called him Mike, uh, Marty. But it Jennifer in that photo looks so much like Leah Thompson. Huh. Mm. From, like, yeah. far away, it kind of looks like Leah yeah. Thompson. I, what, you know what I wish... Uh, in an alternate universe of this movie containing Jennifer, these sequels containing Jennifer the entire time, mm-hmm. um, where she was on the adventure with with Marty and Doc the whole time. Yeah, it would have been cool if she her her stakes were just like, I mean, you know, the the stakes aren't super high. Well, yeah, but right now it's like here's this guy that I'm all in, all I'm like I'm totally cool with. Like being with forever. Like I was enthusiastic at first. Like we know right. now. I, now we're gonna get married in chapel of love. So it would have been cool if she had taken that photo with her, and then that photo changes by the end of of <laughs> yeah. Uh, Back well, to the Future Three. Is this photo already tainted by a bifurple? Oh, no, whoa! I didn't even think about <laughs> that. The maybe they had chapel. maybe they maybe they meant to have like a really nice wedding, and but they had no money. The bifurple. And they got married they got, at the they got rippled. They got they got biff rippled. You got biffed. <laughs> but I, I do like the idea of of Jennifer's like you know, worry in this movie is like, oh my god, will like will this relationship ruin my life? And can I <laughs> can can I fix it? Right. <laughs> what if what if in that universe where she takes the photo with her, the end result is like, you know, you know, the final like photo version of the photo is like a real like a proper wedding but it's not even marty it's like idris elba <laughs> oh best possible timeline it's like not yeah. even elizabeth you can get it dude elizabeth <laughs> you can get it dude those pants are really cool i really like those <laughs> pants you oh know god you that the 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 bit where actually I, I think it would be even more hilarious if at the end when you see her in the photo uh, she's married to the guy from the end of Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and their kid is uh, Thor, the little, the little girl Thor. Thor. Yeah. Or uh, Danielson. 
Um, so, so there's a great bit of uh, Elizabeth Shue like oh. far, like like doing like a three door farce comedy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so happy. She's so funny. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're, like she has like she she has like a lot of physical comedy. Like she's really good at it. Or just like her looks, you know. And yeah. and the reason that you know I keep bringing up how frustrating it is, how little jennifer is in the movie it's even more frustrating in moments like this where it's like she is kind of she almost has the same comedic skill set of marty she does where yeah. it's like you know look, she, does. she has really great facial expressions like reaction how do i get out of this situation and i'm like mm-hmm. i want to see an entire movie about this character like you know and like so it'll be cool you know, you know what else i'm noticing is that you know we've talked about how much we love Claudia Wells in the original yeah. movie. But the thing about Claudia Wells, Claudia Wells was playing Jennifer as she was depicted in that movie, which was that she was just this girl that Marty was dating, right? Yeah. But then they cast Elizabeth Shue, and you know that thing where they say that you always get married to your parents? Yeah. Elizabeth Shue has a Leah Thompson vibe in this. Totally. Mm. That I actually I I really like that as a choice because because of that saying and that sort of thing that history repeats itself concept mm-hmm. is a big theme in Back to the Future. Yeah, like you sort of you find someone that like subconsciously echoes like another relationship in your life. Right. The the only other lifetime relationship you've ever had. Yeah, the only right. other <laughs> you know, never mind. Yeah. I was about to say this, the only other sexual partner you've ever had. Oh Ooh. no! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, in the case of Marty, that, that might be true. Yeah. Hey, um, um, hey, <laughs> that's what I was referring to, and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, strictly a Marty reference. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know who? You know who Jennifer. Jennifer's like outfit and just like her like vibe. She's like the ideal like babysitter that you wanted when you were like a kid. <laughs> I mean, she was, but not because of this movie. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, because of Adventures in Babysitting. But it's, hey, I, I think she, Allie, I love her I know, I, Allie, I know you're a huge Adventures in Babysitting fan. Oh, yes. Did you watch the remake? Is it out? Remake? Is it? Oh, is it not thing? out? Is it I don't not think out it's yet? out yet. Oh, okay, okay. Disney <laughs> Channel is, well, they keep playing around with it, because I think originally they were going to remake it, but now I think it's going to be a TV show? Adventure really? babysitting? Is it going to be like her daughter? Are they going to like Girl Meets World it? Or? I think initially they were going to make it as a movie and it was going to be like somebody's kid. But now it looks like it's just we're making a TV show called Adventures in Babysitting. It almost oh. looks like they're just kind of pulling the title from it. They kind Last of, I read anything about it. They I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was one of those Disney Channel original movies. Uh, I think it was... Maybe that's what maybe they backdoor piloted it or something. I that's feel like it. the movie Fun Size was like half a remake of Adventures in Babysitting. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it like seemed the, like it. And then like the, and the other was half like, was the movie The Babysitter with Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they but remade dude, it twice. But dude, like watching, but but what? And I mean, dude, collectively, but watching <laughs> the listeners, <laughs> the listeners, the universe, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know that dude initially was a gender neutral term. 
No. Okay. So th- that messed me up for a while. So like when I was a teenager and like until I was like 20, I just said, dude, like it's called everyone, dude. Like, oh, dude, we got it. Yeah. And then one time. Yeah. Yeah. And then one time I was uh, I was texting my friend Gloria and I was like, dude, do you want to go to this like movie or, or dude, are you going to the thing tonight? And she was like, hey, girls don't like it when you call them, dude. I was like, and I was like, really? And I was like, twenty. And she was like, yeah, like it's weird. Like, don't call, don't call girls, dude. And like it, it like affected the way I go about my <laughs> the life. The way that you do now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because now we'll be like, oh, dude, I didn't mean to call you, dude. I, I'm sorry. And she was like, what? What do you mean? Like to anyone I else? I don't. I. It's weird because I would never, I would never qualify anything as saying guys don't like it when dot dot yeah. dot because it's like. I, I mean, maybe I don't, or maybe he doesn't, but yeah. really, I think you qualify be, all yeah. guys. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it's fine. I think, like, I can see how, like, if it's, there's a familiarity thing that goes sure, when I call yeah. someone dude. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a friend. Yeah. Like, dude. But I call people dude regardless of gender, and I've never. Sure. I don't know. I could. I, I, would, I would probably call Ariana Huffington dude. Yeah, dude, are we on having that? We got. Um, <laughs> but watching Jennifer, like watching you know Elizabeth, she like owned this like you know scene, this like little vignette. Mm-hmm. I like. I do think it'd be really cool if when you know the pop culture roulette eventually does land on Back to the Future, and we do get some form of continuing adventures, it'd be really cool to see like <clears throat> them kind of pulling like a ray and seeing like. What would happen if, like, maybe this happened to, like, a girl instead of, like, another teenage boy, you know? Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think I think that goes without saying. If, you, if you're if you going to make another Back to the Future, it has to be with a female lead next time. Because otherwise, why do you do it? Yeah. But, yeah. like, imagine, like, this happening to, like, Emily Bett Records or, like... Oh, my God. Wait, she is, would be so great. Who is that? Oh yeah! Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, she was really good in Brooklyn. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I actually hadn't even seen Arrow yet when I when I when I saw Brooklyn, but she was really good. She was great in Brooklyn. See, now I'm picturing her in recent uh, recent Foley. Oh, she would be a great <laughs> Foley, a Reese. She'd yeah, she would. She'd be a good Reese. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. She'd finally be able to take off those glasses that she has no business wearing. She's an IT girl, so, Scott. But they, they, they do it a lot. They take off her glasses a lot. <laughs> they yeah. do. In Arrow. Like, all, you, like when, when, when they want Ollie to fall in love with her, magically her glasses are off. Like, no, there's literally – I literally watched an episode today where he was like, come here. And like they were like, you know, noses were almost touching. And the last thing he did was like slowly take her glasses off and then <laughs> I it, it it was like a bad '90s romantic comedy. Like, oh, I finally see the real you. Oh man, and those like weird ugly glasses. Now I can see that you're truly my swan. I think that was the voice. I don't know why he sounds like Keanu Reeves now, but oh, uh, because I think that's how he sounds on the inside. Um, yeah, he sounds like kind of Keanu Reeves on the inside. I have to stop, Raj. I'll you failed the city. You have failed the city, bro. <laughs> Dude. You have failed the city. Dude, you have failed the city. Dang. So, you look so beautiful without your glasses, dude. 
<laughs> Felicity did. <laughs> so the doorbell rings, and uh, uh, and uh, Jennifer tries to find some place to hide, and she finds the McFly Harry Potter closet. <laughs> You're a wizard, Jennifer. Marty Jr.'s room. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love that little moment of pause she takes before she runs in. Like she just just doesn't know where to go at first. Oh, it's so it's great. So, great. <laughs> uh, so she hides in the Harry Potter closet, and then we meet Marlene McFly, uh, as portrayed Mike, by Michael J. Fox. By, as portrayed by Michael J. Fox. Okay, I have so to, I have this to admit, is okay. Go ahead. I it took me. A few seconds to realize that that wasn't like an actress. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Mar- Michael J. Fox does have delicate features. Yes, but to his credit, it say, wasn't immediately to me. It wasn't immediately like, why is Michael J. Fox in a wig? Right. I will say this is this you know because I I hate that he plays Marty Jr. But at the same time, it's like, well, he pressed to pretend to be him. It's part of the plot. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I hate I hate I generational doppelgangers. I, I think it's a stupid trope. Well, I think also if you do it, like, do the lady in the tramp thing where it's like, oh, the boys' puppies look like the tramp and all the girl puppies look like the lady. Right. Yeah, like, except. why doesn't it look like Elizabeth Shue? I have two, I have two thoughts on this. And I have two, I have two theories that make it okay in my brain okay. for this to be happening. Okay. So one is the science version, which is that... My theory about the future and back to the future, which is that the future is only what it is based on the point that you leave to go to the future. So the 2015 they're in is based entirely on the moment in time that they left in 1985. And so it doesn't take into consideration anything between 1985 and 2015 it's just like what would 1985 look like 30 years into the future until we get the 2015 that we have and because of this we don't know what jennifer and marty's kids would look like so marty's kids just look like marty it's like it's like it's uh, kind of like an extension of the narrow-mindedness of where marty's at right now right so it's just like it's like base level kids like Oh, my kids both look like me. Because okay. I'm the I'm the most important person in the universe. <laughs> right. Right. So that's one version. The other version, which I like more, is that Marty and Marlene are actually twins. They were twin born twin boys, and Marlene is transgender. Well, I like it. That I can get on board with. You know what else I would be on board with? Hmm. Hiring another, like hiring a different actor to play Marty Jr., but then Marlene is still played by Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that would be. That would have been such a weird joke, and it's never addressed. No, Elizabeth, <laughs> Elizabeth Shue. Shue. Elizabeth Shue, Shue should be Marty Jr. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'm on board with Marlene if Marlene is transgender. I'm on board. <laughs> They were twins, and 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 she's just transgender. Then I'm on board, but the the I've always thought Wait, were they that both born Marty Junior? Were there two Marty Juniors? <laughs> Marty and Marty. We're yeah. Marty and Marty. 
They both had like different middle names or something. Yeah. Okay. It was like Huey. Marty one and Marty two. Yeah. Yeah. One wears blue and one wears red. Do you guys notice that Marlene? They they've done something to Michael J. Fox's voice to make him Marlene. Oh, I thought that was just him. No, oh, yeah, I, think, I thought that was just him. No, it sounds like they've pitched it up somehow, like artificially. That's cool. Yeah. She kind of, I, she looked. Oh my god, you know, you know who Marlene looks like? Hmm. Okay, I've literally, I've literally been thinking about this like all episode. She, she looks, looks exactly like Michael J. Fox. She, she kind <laughs> of looks like Grace. You know, now that you say that, oh my god, <laughs> looks just like Michael J. Fox. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. what were you gonna say nick oh no i was gonna say i think like marlena kind of looks like uh, a little bit like grace helbig yeah who's that she's like kind a, of. yeah she's kind of like a youtube personality she had like a show on e for a little bit but just like the hair and like the big I, eyes and then I like the, see that. the blonde it kind of looks like grace helbig interesting who would also be a good, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm still, I, I still wish they had done the generation skipping thing. And so that Marty's kids were played by Leah Thompson and Crispin Glover. That's what I too. wish. Yeah. Was the reality. Cause that, that like skip a generation doppelganger I can get on board with for the mm-hmm. most part. Because um, at least there's a separation there. It's just weird that like Lena Thompson and Crispin Glover made Marty, but then Marty made two Martys. I guess though that would mean that you would have to have Leah Thompson interact with Leah Thompson. Yeah. And like and like well, I Marty. Mean they- you have Marty interacting with Marty. That's yeah. true. Or you have uh, Michael J. Fox interacting with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, there's like three Mike. There's like four Michael J. Foxes coming up next week mm-hmm. during Clone the dinner Club. scene. Yeah. Um, so in the paradox draft, please, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer finds, um, first of all, they, they, for some reason in the script and they changed it into the, in the movie because they, I assume they were just like, this is, it's just too much. We don't need all this. Just have normal <laughs> photographs. It's whatever. But it, cause in the script they have, uh, what are called vid books. Um, nope, I already don't like it. I'm already vid books, and uh, they all of the books. You pull out the books, and the books are labeled "Wedding of Jennifer and Marty," "Family Vacations '95 to 2005," "George and Lorraine '50th Anniversary," Aww. and "The Kids: Colin, Marty Jr. and Marlene," volumes one, two, and three. Uh, first of all, I thought they were rough on money. How do they have 10 years of vacations? <laughs> Maybe it's like every time they went down like the Napa or like. <laughs> they went on vacation every other year. That's why it fits in one book. Yes. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, so she takes out the one that has wedding and she starts playing back a video of Marty and Jennifer walking down the aisle. And she starts – she goes, oh my god. And then here's Marlene go, mom, is that you? Uh, only well, in you? the script it says the voice sounds exactly like Jennifer's. Interesting. Yeah. See, it should. So then Jennifer reacts with alarm. 
She's like, I got to get out of here. And then the doorbell rings. And so then she does the whole thing where she runs into the closet. And then Marlene comes downstairs. And it says, Marlene McFly, 17, who looks like, and here's where the reference to sounding exactly like Jennifer just totally gets thrown out the window. Okay. Well, if Marty was a girl, this might be her. Listen to how it's just, she's described. It's so half-hearted already. That's weird. Listen to how she's described. It's kind of gross. Okay. Big breasts. Oh. That's cute the very first one. Cute oh. Cute yeah. No, no, no. No, that's the second teen after. She's 17 years old. Yeah, right? Yeah. Big really big breasts. Bob. Big breasts and somewhat chunky. What? She looks like she overdid it on the weight training. She does have her mother's hair, though. Maybe they were just accounting for Michael J. Fox still being in, like, that Vietnam movie shape. Maybe. I don't know. Weird. That's weird, weird way of describing oh, it, Bobby. That's a bad... That's a... That's a uh, no, it's, do not want. Yeah, no. it's always awkward when there's, like, flashes of, like, stuff. And, like, people that you know are, like, super talented. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh. And then, then you're like, oh, oh man, why? And then, it's just weird. Then Grandma Lorraine shows up, and uh, everything is pretty, uh, pretty normal from then on. But um, uh, what were you gonna say, uh, Nick? Leah Thompson's makeup looks really good already. I mean, like just from that, from the first few minutes, it looks already pretty. Oh yeah, it looks great. Grandma Lorraine is phenomenal. Uh, I like her whole energy. Yeah, she has like immediately just like she feels like, oh Lorraine would be the best grandma. Yeah, totally. She would be. Yeah. Uh there's also in their vid books, there's a uh pre there's a there's a copy of a match made in space. Of course. The uh book that George wrote uh oh, as yeah. a movie. The yeah. seminal classic. Made into a movie. Um so in the sixty seven draft, it's the same things, except that the last one is Norman and Doris, volumes one, two, and three. Uh, okay. Because uh, they named their daughter Doris in this version. Ooh. And so Doris comes downstairs just like before, only this time, uh, instead of not being able to figure out the front door, she instantly pushes her thumb on the thumb plate, slides it open, and runs outside and hides behind a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Marlene, or I'm sorry, Doris McFly exits, <laughs> and uh, here's how she's described. Doris McFly, 17, in a bathrobe, uh, who yeah. looks like Marty as a girl, 60 pounds overweight, and has acne. What the she's shit? a complete mess, just like her brother. Doris looks up and down the street for whoever just left the house. Seeing no one, she shrugs and goes back inside. So, so in this version, Doris and uh, Marty or, or Norman are uh, both like kind of gross losers. Yeah, which uh, bums me out. Cosmic punishment for Marty. Yeah, it's bad <laughs> enough that Marty Junior is such a gross loser. <laughs> I don't think I can handle their daughter also being a gross loser. It's a bummer. Well, is it? But like Ali said, it's just already. A result of like the biffification of the timeline. That's true. Biffification. Biff ripples. The, the biff ripples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The biff ripples. Um. 
He's got so the next the, scene, the next scene is the uh, the next scene is the hospital scene, but I'm going to save that to wrap up the week tomorrow. Sure. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's all I got for this minute. You guys have anything else? I think that's all I got as well. That's all I got. All right. Well, if you uh, want to visit us online on the World Wide Web, ask a parent before going online and then go to <laughs> genre.com. Uh, you can email us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Tweet us at BTTF Minute. We love retweeting you guys and replying to you guys. Tumble at us at bttfminute.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook. Leave a review on iTunes, which is the dopest thing you can do for a podcast. We really appreciate it. And speaking of podcasts, be sure to listen to our other Dueling Genre productions, The Doctor's Companion, where we are reviewing uh, each Doctor Who adventure, one Doctor at a time, with the irreplaceable Cassandra Fredrickson, and our original series, Geek by Night, which is returning in June. And if you want to support us financially, if you want, that would be really dope. You can go to duelinggenre.com slash support and click on our donation button and become a patron on Patreon. Allie, is there anything you're working on? Any, like, internet projects coming up? Nah, not really. Nice. You can find me just on Twitter doing my regular Twitter thing at Wonder Alley. And as always, the uh, the minute subgenre of podcasts is always expanding. We've always had Star Wars minute, Indiana Jones mitten, <laughs> Indiana Jones mittens, <laughs> and um, Indiana Jones mittens. What if all of these podcasts were were like little Etsy companies where we just made mittens based on like our, our movie? God, that would be so great. Great. Oh my god, there'd be like one Doc Brown mitten and one Marty mitten. Oh. Every yeah. I, I, I half of our audience just cooed <laughs> just now out loud. And uh, Jaws minute, which could also use mittens. And uh, oh, they have like teeth. So like when you open your thumb, it's yeah. like a uh, sharky. Oh my god! Like your right hand could be the 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 shark, and your left hand could be Quint, and you could like. Your... <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh man, make that. <laughs> Make that. <laughs> Make that. And then Too Wrath of, <laughs> And then Wrath of Comment. Oh. Alright, well uh we'll see you tomorrow with minute thirty. Yeah. Bye. Bye.